Who delivers babies in Canada has shifted over the last few decades towards care by specialist obstetricians rather than family physicians. Most previous studies conclude that the outcome of care is the same, but there remain some concerns. For example, the delivery of an obstetrician might increase risk for women who could be safely handled without a specialized approach. I'm Dr. Matthew Stanbrook, Deputy Editor for CMAJ, and today we're speaking with Dr. Chris Aubrey Bassler, a family physician and associate professor in the Primary Healthcare Research Unit at Memorial University. In a new CMAJ research article, Dr. Aubrey Bassler and colleagues at Memorial performed a large retrospective study comparing hospital births across Canada delivered by family physicians or obstetricians. Dr. Aubrey Bassler, welcome. Thank you. This is a study about who delivers babies. So let's start off with who is delivering babies in Canada right now? How does it break down? My study looked at uh, 06 to 09 data. 73% obstetricians, midwives about 4%, uh, and that leaves 23 or so percent by uh, family docs. Now, there were a handful, a small handful, I think less than 1%, that were coded as delivered by other providers in our data set. So you know, they might have been coded by uh, an eMERGE doc if there was an urgent delivery. We excluded those from the data set because we assumed that those were uh, urgent deliveries for whatever the reason might be. And how much variation is there across the country in who delivers uh, your baby? And, and what does that depend on? Does it depend on where you live? Uh, does patient choice play a big role? Are there other factors? The biggest one probably is is where you live. So, uh, Rurally, there's a much higher percentage of family doctors that are doing the deliveries than there are in urban centers. But even amongst the urban centers, there's a huge amount of variation in the proportion of deliveries by family docs. I didn't look at the urban centers independently, but what uh, we did look at in our paper is uh, we divided the data up into quintiles based on the proportion of deliveries by family docs. And across the quintiles, it ranged from about 4% in the lowest quintile right up to uh, close to 65% of deliveries by family docs uh, in the highest quintile. Uh, those quintiles were divided at the home hospital level. So if a woman uh, it was the catchment area of the hospital that she lived in, and we calculated the proportion of deliveries by family docs for the women living within that catchment area of the hospital. And there are reasons for that. Uh, it's, it might seem a little bit unusual to do it that way uh, rather than doing it by the delivery hospital. So there is a fair bit of variation that sets the stage for your research, and yet it's also been recognized that over the decades there's been a shift towards more deliveries being done by obstetricians rather than family physicians. Tell us why that is. I think in general in medicine there's a shift towards uh, lifestyle being a more important deciding factor in uh, in making decisions about career, uh, about specialization and, and whatnot. And I think you'll agree that obstetrics is probably on the end with uh, a relatively poor lifestyle in, in terms of uh, on-call requirements and up in the middle of the night for deliveries and that sort of thing. I think people for whom lifestyle is an important choice in their career decision making, I think it's fair to say they're selectively choosing family medicine over other. I mean, it's not a, not by any means a, the only determinant there in uh, career decision-making, but uh, I think there's a, a bit of a selection there towards family medicine. So uh, because lifestyle is a concern, they're less likely to do obstetrics in their practice. And so uh, the default then becomes the obstetricians uh, uh, to do the deliveries. That'd be one reason. I think there's also concerns around uh, malpractice 
malpractice insurance rates are very high in obstetrics. I think there's less tolerance and risk in the last decade or so relative to prior decades. And so uh, a fear of risk probably pushes people away from doing obstetrics, especially non, uh, non-specialists and non-experts. So you're, you're saying that the main determinant of these trends has been at the provider level then. It's that fewer and fewer family physicians are being willing to do deliveries and, and that forces the, the trends to go that way rather than it being people deliberately choosing to be delivered by one or the other type of practitioner. Is that correct? <laughs> I think that's probably the main determinant. That's my opinion. I suspect, though, that there's also patient-level determinants as well. I think there's an increasing push towards specialization by patients. Uh, It certainly doesn't apply to everybody. But uh, I think there's an increasing interest by patients to be seen by specialists, uh, thinking that outcomes will be better by specialists. And so there's probably a push at the patient level as well. And what about midwives? You mentioned before that there are just a small proportion of deliveries, but how do they fit into these trends? I believe the data shows that there's an increasing proportion of deliveries by midwives as well. And so uh, after I just finished telling you that there's uh, an an increased push towards specialization, I believe there's also a subset of the population that is uh, pushing to have a more patient-centered delivery process and call it a specialization in a different way than what obstetrics, what obstetricians typically specialize in, how they typically practice. Uh, I think midwives offer uh, a, um, an approach to delivery that uh, is different than, significantly different than what most uh, physicians are taught in medical school, practice in different ways, and that strongly appeals to a subset of the population so that Many of the women who would have chosen a family physician in decades past when midwives weren't as available are choosing midwives now to get that uh, family and patient-centered care that they don't feel they can get from medical providers. Now, let me play devil's advocate for a moment. I assume it's fair to conclude that just about anyone delivering babies regularly in Canada, regardless of their specialty, has been well-trained. They've been certified to be competent to do that. So then why would anyone think that there would be a difference in pregnancy outcomes between deliveries by family physicians compared to obstetricians? And if there are concerns about this, who has those concerns mostly? Well, first of all, I would agree with you that uh, I think the training by and large in Canada is, is excellent for obstetrical providers and that it is fair to assume that outcomes would be good across the board. But there is also uh, some literature that suggests in certain areas, the more specialized a provider is, that outcomes are, are better. And so I think there's a tendency to to generalize those findings into other findings. And so the assumption is that in low-risk pregnancy and low-risk obstetrical delivery, that, uh, that outcomes may be better with specialists, with obstetricians, rather than family physicians. There are a small handful of family physicians who do very high-volume obstetrics, but by and large, most family physicians do, it's part of their practice, they do other things as part of their practice as well. And with increased volume, there's the assumption that higher volume results in more familiarity with managing problems and therefore better outcomes. So I think there is the thought at the provider level that increased specialization results in better outcomes. There are also policy level decisions that seem to suggest that an assumption is being made that obstetricians have better outcomes as well. So now there are lots of different reasons for these policy decisions. I'm not saying that this is the only reason, but uh, increasingly obstetrical deliveries are being uh, centralized at larger hospitals, larger volume centers. Uh, And there is some scientific literature to suggest that not the provider, but 
that outcomes are better at some higher volume hospitals as well. Higher volume hospitals is typically where obstetricians practice. So if you want to make the assumption that one of the reasons for those outcomes being better at the higher volume hospitals is that obstetricians practice there, then that might be part of the process that goes into to those decisions as well. And are there also concerns in the other direction that obstetricians may be doing interventions during delivery that may not be necessary, especially for low-risk pregnancies? Absolutely, and that's you'll see that uh, raised through the literature uh, in, in different papers, and also through the uh, some of the lay press and, and websites and opinion pieces online, for example that it's a common opinion that obstetricians are more likely to intervene, so more likely to use vacuum to assist delivery, forceps to assist delivery, and to use cesarean section. When when the indications for those are not perfectly clear, there's a bit of a subjective decision-making process that goes into using those interventions and deliveries. But our data didn't actually show that, and that's not universal across different papers. Some of the papers that have examined that don't actually show that relationship. They show fairly consistently that midwives have a lower, call it a procedural delivery rate, that includes all those uh, different types of delivery I talked about, but that the analyses that look at family physicians versus obstetricians vary. Some show that association, some don't show that association. Now let's talk about how you did your new study that you're publishing in CMAJ. This is an observational study. Where did you get the data for it? So data came from the uh, Canadian Institute for Health Information, CHI-HI, that collects all discharge data, so all hospital discharge data across the country, uh, except for Quebec. There's a different uh, data collection process in Quebec. Uh, It was just a little bit out of our uh, capability to do that. Now, one issue in in trying to study this question is that there are always going to be pregnancies that would seem to mandate the involvement of an obstetrician, aren't there? I mean, there are uh, pregnancies that are recognized up front to be high risk, pregnancies that develop problems late in gestation, urgent things that happen during uh, during labor that need an emergency C-section, for example. These are inevitable. So how did you handle those circumstances in your analysis? Various ways. I mean, this is a, this is an issue that comes up with any observational study, and so there are lots of different approaches to uh, to handle that. The traditional approach is to use a multivariate uh, regression analysis and to control for those risk factors that might result in adverse outcome or the designation of a woman and or her fetus as high risk antenatally, uh, and we control for those. So we, those are incorporated as covariates in the multivariate regression to adjust for the impact that they have on adverse outcome. The other thing that we did is to control for the women who intended to be delivered by a family physician or a midwife, but then needed an obstetrician intervention regardless of what the reason was. The patients for whom a family physician or a midwife was coded at any point in the chart as being the most responsible physician, those patients were assigned to the family physician group. Because typically, those, the, the patients that then required referral to an obstetrician are those that underwent a complication of some sort that required uh, more specialized intervention. Uh, and so it wouldn't be fair to assign those just based on who the delivery provider was, uh, because they would, tend to be, uh, they would tend to have a higher, uh, higher risk profile. So those patients, as I mentioned before, those patients were assigned to the, the family physician group. We think that we got a reasonable division between the family physician and obstetrics group of those patients that were intended to be delivered by family physicians, but then were actually delivered by an obstetrician. 
Now, your study used a special method called an instrumental variable. Many of our readers and listeners may not be familiar with this. Perhaps you can explain without getting too technical, in general terms, how using this analysis allows your study to be perhaps better than previous studies that have tried to answer this question. The unobserved confounders in my data, so the confounding factors that will impact on outcomes but were not recorded in the data set, would be something, the example that I gave in the paper, I think is... Uh, gestational diabetes. Uh, in most jurisdictions, most hospitals, uh, a woman with mild gestational diabetes would be eligible to, de- to be delivered either by a family physician or by a, uh, an obstetrician. Whereas women with severe gestational diabetes would almost universally, uh, we weren't really designed to look at this, but um, I can tell you just from practice experience that pretty much in any jurisdiction they'd be referred to be delivered by an obstetrician. But what effectively that means for my analysis, because the severity of the gestational diabetes is not recorded in the the data set, is that um, effectively the woman with mild gestational diabetes delivered by a family physician would be considered equivalent to the woman with severe gestational diabetes being uh, uh, delivered by an obstetrician. And of course, we all know that the severity of the gestational diabetes is also a risk factor for uh, adverse maternal and neonatal outcome. What uh, this instrumental variable approach allows is to adjust for those unrecorded variables, those unobserved variables in the data set. There have been studies that look at uh, reanalyzing data from previous studies and comparing the results of instrumental variable analyses of observational data, and they have very, very similar results to those obtained from randomized control trials. So. That would suggest, of course, it doesn't prove, but that would suggest that uh, it is um, better. So you use this special instrumental variable technique, and at the end of the day, this allows you to compare family doctor deliveries to obstetrician deliveries. Now, what's left out of that, of course, is midwives. You excluded midwives from your study. Why did you do that? To be honest, the first time we analyzed the data, we did include midwives, and we ended up with essentially identical results to what we, we got when we excluded the midwives. One of our co-authors, when I sent around the, um, uh, when I sent around the paper for, for discussion and we were discussing the analytical approach, suggested that the comparison wasn't very clean if we included midwives. Because of the reasons that we talked about earlier here, uh, the thinking that uh, there's a different approach to deliveries by midwives and that uh, I think it's, uh, they're considered in obstetrical circles to be non-specialists in obstetrical delivery. Uh, and so for the reasons we mentioned before, they might be thought to have uh, worse outcomes than, than other providers. So we worried then that the criticism of, of our paper would be that uh, if we compared family docs to both obstetricians and midwives together, that the midwife outcomes would be sort of pulling the, the obstetrician outcomes down a little bit to, uh, to the level of family physicians, if you, if you want to think of it that way. Uh, that was not the case, I can tell you. Um, as I said before, the outcomes were, our analyses were essentially this, uh, the same as what we found here now, but um, we were that we'd be criticized if, if we did that that way. So that's why we did it. Now, um, uh, we, we would also have liked to analyze midwives separately, either compared to family physicians or to obstetricians in a similar fashion using the instrumental variable technique. But one of the, the criteria that's necessary for the instrumental variable approach is uh, a wide range across your data set, a wide range in your instrumental variable in order to attain a suitably powered study. 
and uh, I can't remember the exact numbers, but the proportion of deliveries by midwives across the country only ranged from about zero to 10 or so percent, I think. So uh, quite a a narrow range and insufficient to provide us with sufficient power to, to do similar analyses, unfortunately. So we need a much, much bigger data set to look at midwife deliveries in a similar way. Fair enough. Now let's come to your results. So this is family physician deliveries versus obstetrician deliveries. Your main question was, do these specialists differ for perinatal mortality or for maternal mortality and morbidity? So what did you find? We found that there was no difference between, uh, so we had both of those outcomes. We analyzed those outcomes separately in separate regression equations. We uh, Previous studies uh, have tended to, to focus on perinatal mortality, although there are a small number that look at maternal, uh, the maternal outcome. Uh, we wanted to look at both and uh, found no difference in the, uh, the outcomes between specialists and uh, family physicians when using the uh, instrumental variable approach. The um, relative risk for uh, perinatal mortality was 0.97, and the confidence interval overlaps one by a, a, a significant margin. The relative risk of maternal morbidity was 1.13, and again, the confidence interval overlapped one uh, significantly. So uh, uh, non-significant differences between the outcomes uh, between those two groups. So given these results, what is your advice now for physicians who are either delivering babies themselves or referring their pregnant patients, and for those patients themselves who have a choice of providers? So because of what I mentioned before with the instrumental variable techniques, what the econometricians talk about is that uh, IV-adjusted analyses, instrumental variable, they apply to policy-type questions. Uh, They can't be applied to the individual patient level. So I just wanted to to mention that caveat. I think, of course, we are going to be uh, making decisions typically at the patient level. And so insofar as a patient is similar to other patients across the country who would be eligible for delivery either by family physicians or by obstetricians, then it's reasonable you'll get very similar outcomes regardless of who delivers the baby. Well, these are some valuable uh, new data. Uh, Thank you for taking us through them and helping uh, explain them to us. Thanks very much for the opportunity. We've been speaking with Dr. Chris Aubrey-Bassler, Associate Professor in the Primary Healthcare Research Unit at Memorial University. To read the research article he co-authored, visit cmaj.ca.